Blog Talk Radio. What do you think that your shy gon' do? You think that he coming to jump through the hoop? You think that he coming with flowers and roses and rainbows on? Boy, you are really confused. I'm not gon' lie, I'm just gon' tell you the truth. He gave me this gift, so I'm up in his booth. And I'm venting, I'm sending the message. I pray that you hear, cause these chains are as tight as a noose. These rappers using they platform to talk nonsense to these kids. You wonder why they all in prison doing biz. You wonder why these young kids having kids. You wonder why they dealing drugs, getting killed. You perpetuate these ills You rap about money like it's a big deal You selling your soul just to get you a deal It's funny cause the money that you Worshipping and nothing gonna be long gone wow. You're dead in the grave and you're so gone oh. And you're waking up in fires and brimstone oh. And you gasping for air but you can't breathe and you wanna dip out but you can't leave It's the type of heat that you ain't seen Not at Only all. one thing that you gonna need is that? Ventilation Ain't just a little bit what we gotta prove already, rich? You can ride a band, we got spaceships, big man. Made the main more eminent. Navigating sky five for the non-conforming. Put on a performance, lights, camera, action, look at the hysteria Dress up the set, now we up in Syria Thinking we crazy, excited, delirious I'ma sit and just watch the calamity Sit and got the Satan, yeah, they gotta be, gotta be Golly, wicked, wicked world, so ungodly Waiting on apocalypse, calculating eclipse Finding the signs of the time, by the signs in the sky They skip Jeremiah, thinking you messing with a pretty cat Yeah but he alive. Talk about Cern. Uh, Gonna crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up. Just crank it up a little bit. Prophets is fulfilling. Heathens revealing. What revelations been foretelling? I'm a vent just a little bit. 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 Ventilation. Vent just a little bit. 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 Shalom, shalom, shalom. I think that was the end of the intro. I'd like to welcome everybody out to another edition of Bible Talk Radio. I'm your host, Bob. Uh, I'd like to say happy day to everyone out there, man, that is either joining into the show or or um, at home, relaxing. The week subject went down, so everybody's getting ready to now uh, keep the Sabbath day, like the most times of the limit Sabbath day. Keep it holy. I hear something. Michelle, is that you in the background? Yes, it is. 
Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I kept hearing I heard something a clicking noise. I thought, let me make sure I'm, I'm not uh, hearing things. But Shalom Carter. Okay, hey, well, let me do this. Let me, I, I, I'm, I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call your phone directly. No, it sounds good like that. You don't think so? Um, I don't know if there's a, a delay or not. I'm, I'm not sure. No, I, but I, I it'll start a lot more clear if I just call you directly. Come on, I'm ready. Call me up. All right, cool. Bye. So as we wait for the readers to call in, man, we got a shopping ready to call in. Uh, normally, Gabarco Walk called it about this time, or 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 Priest Shar. <laughs> So we'll call in and help us with the show. So I'm going to shoot them a little text real quick. Make sure they're still going to call in to give us a hand, you know, mm-hmm. giving us a few seconds. Uh, one second. Hey, Michelle. Yeah, hi. Uh, I, I, this topic, I'm gonna push it. I, I forgot we went over last week, but I, uh, I've been I've been on the it's been the, the talk all week has been about being dil, being diligent. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. Being, being uh, that's been in my mind. So I've been talking about a lot is about being being diligent and then enduring. You know, having to having to do those two where you have to now. You gotta, you gotta, like with diligence, that piece of diligence was having care in one's work or duty, not idle or lazy. Um, done with effort and care, and then to endure is to remain firm, unsuffering. Undergo, under to undergo something without giving in. You know what I'm saying? So. We're going to build on those because there's a scripture that, that went through my mind was most I told us to endure hardness as a good soldier of Yahweh. What was that again? That was a – I went for Gabar to call back. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2. Let, let, me, let me pull it up. <laughs> let me do this. Let me do this. Uh, let me see if I can call Gabar okay. and, and join him this way. Give me one sec. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to hold wait for you then. I'm 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 gonna I'm put us on a little musical intermission. Well, should we well, should we get the team together? I, I think I think you might like this one right here. Okay, yeah. Oh, please hit me up. Bring me in. Call me little Bo Beep. I'm out here shining for the lost sheep. I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese. I'm out here mining, looking for diamonds. King the business I'm mining, trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Never can't touch this heat. Pessimist, he is a liar. So says the lion. Jewel, all shelter in my protector. Running to him, be faster than a puma. Holy is the wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big girl.
chapter 2 and verse 3 reads, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Yahweh Shai. And the reason I'm going here too, because we're looking at one thing. If we know that we're here and our focus is to serve Yahweh Shai, he said you are supposed to, as a soldier, and and continue your servitude with the Father or with Christ, he said you had to endure hardness. But I'm starting to realize that the, the thought pattern in enduring hardness is instead of enduring the hardness is we'll take it as the mind frame, well, okay, if my, if my financial issues is the hardness, how do I endure that? I'm going to pay my bills. I'm speaking for myself because I've been, I was getting hit all this, <laughs> the beginning of the month came, the rent came, the cardinals came. I'm like, man, how do I, the question would have been, well, how do I endure this hardness? But this is not what he was telling us to endure. If I'm a soldier of Christ, there's another one that says, is that any man that wards entangle himself not with the affairs of this life, right? Keep reading down. Okay, so so uh, read, read, read both of them. That's what I need, man. Read both of them. 
time. Second Timothy uh, chapter 2 and verse 3 through 4 reads, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Yahweh Shai. Uh-huh. No man, no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. So this the focus in this is pleasing pleasing Christ or pleasing the Most High, because the Most High shows me to be a soldier. That means my everyday dedication or my everyday. A job or duty, right, is to now keep doing for him. So I can't say, oh, man, I couldn't study, Mishaba. Couldn't get my study in, man. Couldn't work on my class. I couldn't study because I had to go out and make some more money to catch up these bills. That's not the way the Father is expecting us to endure the hardness. The, the hardness that you go through is not supposed to interfere or it's not supposed to stop you from doing the duty that you are required to do. That makes sense? Uh-huh. So as I'm going it, I'm like, I'm looking at it because we really do go into the, the mindset that if I want to endure this, I got to work harder. But the father's, the father's putting the, 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 I'm putting the hard, the hardness there to see where your priorities lie, right? Is your priority light on? Oh, perfect. No, nope. I think the one. Does your priority lie with the um, the job? Make sure the bills are covered. Giving yourself to the the, the hardship, or are your priorities? Or what you're supposed to now continue to do, or your servitude would be to to do the things that you know that that feed to the spirit. Hey, by the by, can I help you with the scripture? Let me tell me how to get yourself out. Okay. Uh, uh, can you read that last verse again, please? Yes, sir. Second Timothy chapter two and verse four reads: No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. All right. So, and kind of going off of that there about the affairs of, of this life, and and dealing with the hardness that we're supposed to be dealing with, which is not contained with the affairs of this life. Uh, tell me if this helps you out, but if it doesn't, I, I, I'll drop it. But Matthew chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two. Matthew chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two, and, and this is Christ speaking, and, and he's talking about the um, uh, the different the, the seed. Um, being the word of God. I'm just, I'm just going to read it. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 22. He says, He also that receives seed, thorns, is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word. That's perfect. And he becomes unfruitful. Perfect. That goes right what we're talking about. Everything, because we're, we're starting to, we're starting to substitute the work of the Most High, as the the I can't say responsibility. We don't have responsibilities, but the hardships that you run into now, the work of the Most High would be let me work out of the hardship rather than let me do let me understand that this hardship is set up to get me to put the work of the Father 
secondary. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now all of a sudden, the hardship becomes priority rather than understanding when you come to serve the Most High. I know we jump in, and I know these are a lot of these scriptures we're going to get to. But when you come to serve the Father, you have to prepare your spirit for temptation. So I'm always going to be tempted to lean to that side, lean to my worldly responsibilities rather than lean to my spiritual responsibilities, right? Got you. So read that one more time, but that's right. Perfect, that. That's perfect. Read that. That's the, what was that again? That was Matthew chapter 13, verse 22. Uh-huh. And it says, he also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. And I love what you're looking at. I love what you're saying about the, the scriptures talking about the deceitfulness of riches because we will roll as if um, I need this. You know, it's like the, your bills. You know, look at the time we're living in now. We stop from bills to mortgages to car notes to, to right now even food. You, we're prone to work harder, go to college, do different things to now try to increase our income. And the trick would be 90% of my time, 90, I say 90% of my time is based and dedicated to getting the financial support that I need to do what it is I need to do. And the 10% of my time is given to the most high. It's given to working on, you know, if it's studying, if it's teaching, if it's, if it's um, getting this gospel spread, whatever it is, 10% of that of my day is given to now I'm going to honor the Father. If it's, if it's uh, uh, I don't want to say the Sabbath day, but if it's just that my day of worship, that was one day a week. If there's seven days in the week, then one day I'm going to give to the Father. That's that day of worship. It's that one day that I'll give. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it, uh, my whole day. I'll give one hour. I'll, not even an hour. I'll give maybe 20 minutes in prayer. I, I prayed for about 20 minutes, if that, and I was that was me putting it in. You know, I'm lucky. I've been lucky. I just say Jesus wept and kept moving on. You know what I'm saying? But my whole day will will be based around work, coming home, trying to relax, so that I could get ready for work. And we look at day in, day out, we look at that cycle, and you ask yourself, okay, where was time allowed it for the Father? But when we look at where our blessings come from, I'm going to say this, 90% of our blessings comes from the Father. The only thing that is given to us is a little, little 10%. We work all day, you get paid hourly. Somebody's giving you 10% of what you're actually working for. Everything else came from the Father. The fact that you woke up this morning came from the Father. The fact that you, you, are, you had health to do what you had to do came from the Father. The fact that you didn't get into a wreck going to work came from the Father. 
90% of your day comes from him. 90% of your existence comes from him, but we only give him 10% of our focus, 10% of our energy, 10% of our dedication. We 10% of our servitude because most days we pray. Most days we read a few scriptures. And I felt like, you know what, okay, man, I'm really, I am really in tune and I'm really doing something to honor the Father. If you looked at the if you looked at the numbers, you'd say that's cheating. That ain't fair. How does he give us ninety, but we give him ten? And then we ex- we literally we we will get mad if we're not getting the ninety. True. We'll be forced to be angry at the Father when we don't get the things that we need. When life goes hard, we're ready to be angry at him. And, and everybody does it. Everybody does it where you go through your day and you're ready to be angry, but you're not realizing that. Truthfully, what he gives is if he decided to take away or if he started to reduce what he gave you, it'd be fair because you've been giving the bare minimum, if that. So, Gabor, go back now. Read the scripture you read again. Uh, um, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3 through 4. Second Timothy chapter two and verse three reads, Therefore thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Yahushai. No man that worth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. So you're looking at the only way that I can father is to not get entangled. And I like what he said about the affairs of this life. He's like, he calling it like it is. I'm not supposed to get entangled with the bills and, 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 and the social media and the, and the, uh, and the, the, the events that are going on, the, what's happening this weekend, uh, um, um, the, the holidays to the, the Valentine celebrations and the, uh, with Easter Sundays coming up. And everybody getting ready for Easter. If you ain't got a new suit already, you everybody out here is getting ready for Easter. So for everything the Father's saying, if I'm truly worshiping him, if, I, if I'm truly calling myself a soldier for you, the Most High, for Yahweh Shai, then the Father's looking at, then where are you focused on serving me and less entangled? with the things that are going on in, on the earth. Because when you go to, did you finish that? Did you finish that up? Con, that was, that was the end of uh, four. So when you go to Colossians, real quick, uh, uh. just to build on it, when you go to Colossians, um, let me find it too. It's Colossians chapter uh, two, I think. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 1. Colossians uh, chapter 2 and verse 1. What does that say? 
it reads, For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you. I'm sorry, Colossians, let me get it real quick. It might be three in one. Um, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think you're looking for two, Colossians 3 and 2. No, it's three. Chapter 3 and verse 2, but um, I'll start at 1, right? You just started at 2. Okay. Colossians uh, chapter 3 and um, verse 2 reads, Set your affection on things above, not on the things on earth. Or set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Go ahead. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Yahweh Shai in the Most High. Go ahead. When Yahweh Shai, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Read on. Mortify, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth. So that's the part right there that hits me. To mortify means to put to death, right? True. So if it says mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, there are things about you that you are supposed to be putting to death. And we're going to read it because it's going to list them. But if I understand what's supposed to be put to death, then that is a that ten percent of my time ain't gonna accomplish this. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just reading a few scriptures and I'm sitting and I'm praying, I'm not going to accomplish what is expected of me if my life is supposed to appear with Christ. He said the task that was given was to mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. He said fornication. And y'all are better at the definitions. I'm reading them, but to be able to explain it or give a quick um, definition of what fornication is. What fornication are you talking about? Uncleanness. Inordinate affection. Evil concupiscence, right? Uh. Uh, And covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake... The wrath of the Most High cometh upon the children of disobedience. So as long as these things are still in us, and these things are still how we operate, the Most High said the, his wrath was going to, he called us children of disobedience, and his wrath was coming on us. So the reason I'm going over this, because I'm realizing how much time, how much dedication does it take for someone to to actually clean up these things. You know what me refer to? I'm a I ask you this, Mashaba, knowing that I'm you're a man that works on your health. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that you can eat what you want, do what you want, operate what you want, and then I'm a you know, I'm a I'm gonna make sure I ate a little lettuce. I did a little thing and expect the best result. Ain't going to happen. Never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. Right, and then then you got a man, I'm wondering why my health is not getting any better or my weight. 
man, I am. I don't exercise. I watch. I watch. Ninety percent of my day is focused on TV and eating what I want, and then ten percent of it will be, you know, okay, I'm gonna turn the TV off for ten minutes. You know, I'm gonna touch my toes a few times. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and touch the toes a few times. You know, I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna stretch out a little bit. And I'm thinking that from doing that, I am going to lose weight. It's not Thank gonna you. happen. Right? What about, I like what yeah. you said. Hell, I, I'll give my Uber or the Grubhub driver ten percent tip for bringing my fast food to me. Good, good. Cause I ain't doing a damn thing, but I'll give them that extra. I'll give them an extra tip for bringing me <laughs> some pleasure. But as far as me not losing weight, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and I'm reading this because as you read this, uh, you understand that this is the father. The one the father called us. He said, "My wrath is coming after you because you're a child of disobedience." Okay. So, oh, my, the obedience was I was supposed to be working. On these things, Christ said you were supposed to mortify. These are things in me that I was supposed to be putting to death: my fornication, my unclean thoughts, unclean sexual acts. You know, that could be my porn addiction. That could be my my uh, uh, my masturbating addiction. Uncleanness, man. I just have a lot of. Ill, negative thoughts. Can never get my mind right. Got a lot of anger. I got a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, uh, maliciousness. I just, when it comes to the father, it's not a, there's not a really a preparation. I'm not really preparing myself for him. I'm gonna come to him anyway. I'll come. Should I could just it's a Sabbath day, man. And instead of saying, you know what, I needed to let me take a shower. So I'm about to go down. Let me take a shower and let me prepare myself to really honor the Sabbath day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to squeeze one off real quick before the sun goes down. But I'm still honoring the Sabbath day. Or my inordinate affection. The ways that I, I don't, I'm not affectionate the way the Father says I'm supposed to be. I'm into some of some of the worldliest things. When it comes to affection, and I'm not trying to be specific. I'm trying to show that there is still a lot of work that requires more than just 10% of my time. There's work that we have to do that's not going to just require reading a few, reading a few, reading a few scriptures, you know, post them on my, my social media, and then I'm going to send up some prayers. And I'm like, man, I honored the Father today. You didn't honor him. You didn't work on anything. What changed? What is changing so that you can now be looked at as not a child of disobedience, but a child of obedience? Read Colossians 3 and 7 now. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 7 reads. No, 6 and 7. I'm sorry, 6 and then jump to 7. 6 and 7. Um, reads, for which things sake the wrath of the Most High cometh on the children of disobedience. Go ahead. And the which ye also walked 
some time when ye lived in them. Keep reading. But now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds so, and, have, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in, the, in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So we're supposed to now be working towards be, be we're supposed to be working to be to become again to renew is to become again that person that was created in righteousness and if you don't put in the work if we don't put in the work to now be to be re re remade re again into that image of righteousness, then we are only going to now be, we're going to live our lives labeled as a child of disobedience. Because the time that was supposed, that I was supposed to be working on changing, I haven't dedicated enough time to change. And we all, everybody knows their flaw. I know what I'm doing. Ninety percent of my of my time, I know I I know what I'm doing, and I know where my thoughts are at. But I'm giving the Most High minimum and expecting Him to look at me as a child of obedience. Uh, anytime, Shabbat. Anytime, I, all right. Well, listen now. From there, hold on. Read down. Read eleven. Uh-huh. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 11 reads, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free. Hold on, stop. Jump down to verse 12. That's where I needed to go. It was 12. God. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12 reads, put on therefore as the elect of the Most High, holy As the chosen of the Most High, we were supposed to be putting on what? Holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Yahweh Shai forgave you, so also do ye. God. Read on. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And now, I'm sorry. Read, read, read that last verse again. That's the one you mean, but the one above that. Read that again. Oh. Forbearing one another. Uh, thirteen. Or or oh. Both. Thirteen. Both. Okay. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 13 reads, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Yahweh Shai forgave you, so also do ye. And now, if, we back, if we come back and, and, and check out the history of, 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 the, of, of the Most High and, and Yahweh Shai, even if we just look at the, the specific life of Jesus Christ, 
When did Christ forgive? When did Christ ask the Most High to forgive those who put him on the cross? Well, I just gave it away. <laughs> With his last breath. Right. I want to link that back to the scripture that we open up with, with Second Timothy chapter two verse three, which says, "Thou therefore endure hardness as good soldiers of Yahweh of Jesus Christ." That Jesus Christ, the, the hardship, the hardness that he had to deal with was, he was crucified. He was literally bleeding to death. It, t- it tells you that the uh, from the loss of blood. That when you go and check out the, the there's a there's an article that was written by a physician, and it says a physician analyzes the crucifixion of of Jesus Christ, and it says that Jesus Christ had lost so much blood while he was on the cross, um, and that from being on the and being nailed to the cross where he was nailed, that it was actually like through his his, his uh through his wrists, not not his hands, not the palm of his hands, but he was actually nailed through his wrists. And then he was nailed. His feet were on not one on top of each other, but they were actually on the side of the of the of the of the, uh, of the cross, of, of the pole, uh, going the vertical pole, and they were nailed from each side. And that in order for him to breathe, he would have to pull, like do a pull up with his wrist with the nails going through his wrist, and he had to push up with his feet being nailed to the sides of the of, of the cross. And that it would get so hard for him to breathe, breathe out, right. that he, he had to pull himself up. That for all the carbon dioxide that got built up in his body, because he couldn't release it, that the cramps that he got from being in that position, they were so severe they literally pulled joints out of out of out of place. Wow, that's that's how severe it was, and that the way Christ actually died from not being able to breathe out. Uh, a lot of liquid was was getting um, uh, stored around his heart, to where the liquid got so compacted that it literally it, it squeezed his heart to it squeezed his heart to where his heart couldn't pump no more. Wow! That that when um, uh, Longinus, the the the, the, the Roman um, uh, centurion came and stabbed Christ through the uh, through the fifth rib, and all that water came out. That was all that liquid. That had been uh, storing up, that literally squeezed his heart to death. That where his heart could not pump. That it was. The, what I'm trying to explain is how 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 painful that experience that Christ went through. How painful it was, and to see people mocking him, slandering him, lying on him, talking about, look, you saved others, why can't you save yourself? Jumped mm-hmm. on up the cross. And we'll know that you realize you have uh, the, the Christ, the Messiah, and we'll follow you. Forget all the good works you've already done for the past three years. Forget how much you've healed people. You 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 give uh, vision back to the blind. You've mm-hmm. healed crippled people. You've fed people. You healed a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. Right. Forget all that. Now that we see you up here suffering, bleeding, your face yep. has been beyond recognition. Um, you had the crown of thorns that was hammered into your skull. You had that, that, that purple robe, they uh, whipped so bad that when they put that purple robe around your body, the blood congealed on that robe. So when they ripped it off, everybody's had a scab ripped off before. Fun. To have that purple robe ripped off your body, 
what kind of 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 of, of blind lightning pain must have shot through his brain to go through all that and still come back now with his last breath and say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That if we're supposed to endure hardness as good soldiers for Yahweh Shai, it's going to be that type of hardness of forgiving. It's going to be that type of hardness of, of when it hurts, when it's painful, not when it's good. It's easy right. when things are good. Like you said, when bills are paid, mm-hmm. uh, when, when, when health is outstanding, <laughs> you got to ask for money when you to go to the movies. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah, uh, there's some daytime. Um, um, <laughs> we hold hands in the park. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's easy to be Israel then. Yeah. But are we going to be able to handle Are we? It's, it's going to be in those times of that hardness where yeah. we're actually walking the steps of Christ. We're okay. actually going through... The 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 from from the slander to the the painful, real emotional stuff. Right. That it takes to be a soldier for you, Shai. Come, bro. Um, that when Christ said, you know, the example that He gave when He said, um, in Luke chapter nine, He said, "Foxes have holes and birds have nests, mm-hmm. the Son of Man nowhere to lay His head." That if you really gonna follow Me, understand what it is you're you're gonna be dealing with. That to get. Involved with Christ and the, the real work, this is not going to be a luxurious life. Hey, Rosaba, you know, yeah. are, you, are you reading it? Started like that, right? When you started from the suffering, and then now you got to go from the suffering, you know what I'm saying? To now hmm. still becoming that obedient child of the Father. It puts it in perspective, Rosaba, when you read that. As you're like, you know, you're reading this. This all the way down, because I'm not going to read it down, but it's, it talks like parts like rise, submit yourself unto your husband, as it is fit in the Lord, right? But when you have malice and wrath and, 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 and the filthy communication in your mouth and everything else, it's hard to be that wife and submit with all this in you. Or it says, husband, love your wife and be not bitter against, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to be that type of Husband, with this in you, children, be obey your parents. It's hard to be obedient with that stuff in you. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you, as you keep reading down the deeds that should that we should be doing, it's hard to do them when you have anger, wrath, malice, uh, filthy communication, fornication. When you haven't worked on these things. That's why when it's time to be that type of husband or that type of wife or that type of uh, um, um, child or with that type of servant, or if this word of the Most High, if the word of the Most High, or it says the peace of the Lord rule in your heart, rule, rule in your hearts, or the wisdom of the Most High dwell in you richly, it's not there only because... All these other things are still in you. That's why I can look and say, well, okay, this is why the Father called us children of disobedience. So, hey, brother, let me, uh, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8, I'm going to read this. Uh, yes. I, I got, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8, again, referring to Yahweh Shai and, and what you just said about that disobedience, right? Right. He, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8 says this. It says, though he were a son, 
and one here is capitalized, so we know it's talking about Christ. Or, or so I'm reading again. Hebrews chapter five verse eight. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. That that the children of disobedience, I'm not gonna suffer nothing. Right. I'm, I'm not gonna allow myself to to have to suffer or go through any hardship if it's not gonna be easy. And 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 in uh, Mark chapter four verse twelve, mm-hmm. it tells you that. Um, uh, the seed again, talking about that seed, that the not only the cares of this life, but the lust of other things, right. and and, uh, and and pleasures of this world, come in and choke the word, and now this person becomes un- unprofitable. That I'm not, I'm too good to suffer. I'm, 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 I'm not the one that goes through through anything. I'm not. That's that's not me. You got me messed up. You got me confused. I didn't come in this truth to suffer and had to learn obedience through what, through what, um, through the things I suffered. I just know the one. That's not me. But that's not being that good soldier of Jesus Christ. We're only going to learn obedience through the things we suffer. Am I going to be obedient to what the Scripture says? Am I going to be obedient to how Christ walked? In the suffering. That's all I want to say. Listen, you, you, it's right on here. Because, listen, Proverbs 11 and 27, uh, Proverbs 11 and verse 27, it says, He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor. Putting that effort, that painstaking effort into seek, seeking good, that person is going to procure favor. But he that seeketh mischief, it shall come to him. I can keep looking to, I won't change. And you're right. I have made up my mind. It's going to be, I, yeah, it's going to be easy. Because any time something gets hard, it's easier to run. It's easier to close the door. It's easier to act like I don't hear you. I can do all those things. And not realize that the only thing I'm making myself is a child of disobedience, because it is enduring hardness to go and change, to get rid of these, to I not to get rid of these things that my flesh just loves. I love being, uh, you know, I love being in control. I love doing the things that I want to do. Hell, I love the fact that I can hang the phone up. And I don't got to submit. I don't have to submit. And I can turn the phone off or hang the phone up. Brother, where you been? Brother, what's going on? You ain't pick your phone up. You ain't take care of this. You ain't do that. But you got to understand, I have the most I'm looking at you like, yep, you still want to be that child of disobedience. You're still you're, you're fighting to make yourself this. That's the point I'm making. You're, we're fighting to make ourselves those children of disobedience because we don't put enough effort and work in being in the Word, having myself corrected, having ourselves letting somebody now have to chastise me. Now we we work we we work hard, Mashaba, to get to a position 
where no one can tell me what to do. I can now go unchecked. Goodbye, goodbye. Well, well, I think you say that, say that sign on Thursday. It said, uh, "Ain't nobody gonna break my pride. Ain't nobody gonna hold me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving." Yep. Like like the song said, "Ain't nobody gonna break my pride. Ain't nobody right. gonna tell me I'm doing this wrong. Ain't nobody gonna, ain't nobody gonna tell me shit. I got I've got my riches. I've got my comfort. I've got my pleasure. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna be living myself." To let somebody who's beneath me check me to hell with that. Now, now, just to add what you're saying. Now, I'm gonna read the Proverbs chapter 11, verse 20, 28. Let me get out the way real quick. Proverbs 11 and 28 says this. Come on, what the? I have a These toys playing with me. They're playing with me now. Good boy. Can you read that real quick? Kind uh, of uh, chapter 11, 20. Chapter 11, 28. Fine, I got you. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 28 reads, <clears throat> He that trusteth in his riches shall fall. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. But the righteous are going to do what? Flourish as a branch. Now read Luke chapter twelve verse sixteen. Now tell us what we read. He's right over here. Luke chapter twelve verse sixteen. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, "The ground of the rich man brought forth plant fully." And his voice is breaking up. Hold on, come on, on. we gotta come closer so you can hear his voice is breaking up. And now this is a chapter. This is now this goes right with what you're saying. Now it says he that. It says, this is Luke 12 and 16. Please leave your message for. Please leave a message and I will reach you at my earliest convenience. Sorry, mailbox is full. To send an SMS notification, press 5. To send an SMS notification, press 5. To send an SMS notification, press 5. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Hey, Michelle, are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, Kyle. Hello, can you hear us? Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, my, uh, I don't know what happened, man. The phone just, the whole, the whole, my whole thing just fell, just dropped. Is there is there an echo? We need to find somebody to listen to the show and see if there's an echo to the show. You know what I'm saying? So that way, Satan can't get us. Man, he can't knock both of us out the out of the show. You know what I'm saying? Well, then, um, uh, 
I'm, I got Gabar on the phone with me right now. Uh, uh, we merged the call, so the three of us okay. are all together. Can you know what's on call in and, and see if there's an echo? That's exactly what I'm doing. That's exactly what we're doing now. He's trying to call in. Just see if there's an echo. No? You there? Uh, we're here. No, we're here. Goodbye. You there? I'm here. Yeah, this, 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 there's not an echo. It's a little, you know, a little delay, but it sounds okay. It sounds all right. All right, now. So how's it how's it sounding? It sounds okay. It's it's clear. It's 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 a little low. It's a little bit low. Okay, goodbye. I hear you loud and clear. Con. Can you hear me, Michelle? I about about hear you loud and clear also, Con. Okay. Well, let's just continue, man. Let's continue with them. Y'all just keep it like it is to continue. Uh, when we say we're in Luke chapter twelve, because we're talking about you know the the uh, um, the what I want to say not the the illusion, but the uh, the deceitfulness of riches. And when you think that you got everything that you need, and you you are you good, you are touched, you 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 are. I'm rich in my possession. Like we read in the story that Christ, the parable that Christ brought out about a rich fool, right? So now I'm going to read that one more time. Luke chapter 12, verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. He's going to go, I'm going to build more. I'm going to make it, I'm going to make myself very comfortable. I'm going to get a bigger, bigger houses, bigger barns. I'm building my bank account up. This is where I'm focusing on. Read on. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul. Thou hast much goods laid up for many years. I'm going to tell my. This is what I'm going to tell myself. Go ahead. You want to say something? <laughs> I just if if if, if, this, if if this could be this could be a tape recording of me talking to myself. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to say to my soul. Soul. I'm going to say to my soul. Soul. Like, dude. You, so you have much goods laid up for many years that you don't need nobody. Shabba who? Shabba who? I don't need a Shabba. Class who? What about I don't need nothing. I got goods no, laid up no for years. Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would have yeah, I did keep moving. I went and built me a greater barn. I'm building greater. I got. I got to keep. I got to keep my hustle going. I got to keep building myself up. Everything's bigger in Texas. I got the, a barn the size of Texas. I'm ready. He said, brother. He said like this. He said, this is what I say to myself. I'm straight. 
Read, go ahead, read on. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Kick back, kick your feet up. Man, you got to enjoy <laughs> the fruit of your enjoy. labor. Con, bro. I got to kick my feet up, eat, drink, and be merry. I, I'm not going to do You know what I'm I'm too much. You know what? It's, it's my time. It's, it's my time. Uh-huh. I've been in this work. For, I've been in this work for going on thirty years. Over thirty. Over thirty years. Going on thirty-five years. Man, it's my time. I, I've been working hard. I've, I've sacrificed. I've, I've done for others. I've, I've. 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 I've put myself second, last. I put my family second and last. And you know what? It's just my time. Okay. It's just my time. It's, it's time for me to look out for me. It's time for me to go ahead and, and, and you know, let the young bucks go ahead and handle some of this responsibility. But it's time for me to lay back. It's time for me to just kind of and just, you know, and I said this. In Israel, the law says retire at 50. Even Service in, in, in the morning, some at noon, God. some at three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, and like I'm, I'm, you going you're working for a penny, brother. And, and you know it's crazy. Penny is the kingdom of heaven, not not kingdom on earth, but it's the kingdom of there heaven. God. Yep, that's it. I, and you know, like it, you look at it. That's why I liked it, the parable of the rich fool, because it wasn't about just what he had. It was about the mindset he was going to go into now. I'm, it's time for me to sit back and enjoy what was given to me or what I built or or that investment. It's time. I'm looking for the ease. You know what I'm saying? But we read verse 20. What did the Most High say about that rich man? Verse 20. But God said unto him, thou fool. He called him a fool. Go ahead. This night thy soul 
shall be required of thee. He said, this night, your soul is required. Either he was at, either this man was going to die, and all them riches that he was building wasn't going to be there, or the most I, the most I ain't said, those barns are required. Say what you was built, it was required. He said, your soul is going to be required of thee. Did you work on your soul? Did you work on your spirit? Or you told your spirit, we don't need to work on anything. All we got to do is enjoy the fruits of our labor. So with my fornication and my malice and my, and my, who that said that, man? Uh, <laughs> I was in a movie for some you said, I'm taking my raggedy clothes and my fucking attitude. The jerk. It was the jerk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That dude was, he was eating that plate. Yeah, it was, it was Steve Martin. It was Steve <laughs> Martin. It was the oh, jerk. Yeah, he was like, I don't need, I don't need nothing. I don't need nobody. Well, I need this table right here. <laughs> And then that's all I need. That's all I need. Now I can take on. Yeah. Well, I need this. This is this lamp right here. Yeah, but we live our lives not understanding that none of these things you can take with you, and your soul, your spirit, has to be the thing that is going to be required. You see, you gonna die. He said, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. I want to see what you did with your spirit. Read on. You're in the middle of the Then then whose shall those things be? Which thou hast provided. They're going to be your kids. They're going to go to everybody. You're going to take what your spoils of what you built, and it's going to go to everybody. It's going to, it's everybody else going to benefit from it. They're going, to, they're going to just use it. They're going to destroy it. They're going to get rid of it. Because you can't, because everything that you've built on this earth is not going to be required of the Most High. It's not going to speak for you. Uh, I was looking at that word, the definition of the word but, okay? You should indicate the impossibility of anything other than what is being stated. So this man was thinking, it's, it's, it's possible that all this thing that I'm doing is going to last. But what's going to be stated, what, what most I say is, hey, it's not possible. Right. Because I'm requiring your spirit. I'm requiring your your, your that. You worked on the spirit. You worked on cleaning yourself up because this is the thing that has to stand before me. You read 21? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward the most high? He said, so so is he that layeth up treasure of himself and is not rich towards the most high. That rich man is a fool. You laid up treasures for yourself, but you didn't make yourself any closer. You know, you didn't store up a treasure in heaven like the Most High said we we're supposed to do. Okay. 
Where we at? Verse, let me just read this real quick. Verse 22, uh, 22. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, nor of the body, what ye shall nor ye shall neither, put on. Ne- neither. Or, there you go. Neither for the neither, body. Neither for the body. On, right? Neither for the body, what ye shall put on. It says, the life, it says, the life is more than meat, and the body is more than remnant, right? What life? Our, the, our life, your spirit, he says, it's, it's more than meat. The body, he says, it's going to be more than the clothes. I don't care how you dress. I don't care how you live in. Your life got to be more important than what you have. And even your, if it's your body, your health, then have to be more important than what you're putting on. Consider, consider the raven. It says, for, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither, it says, which neither have, the bar read it, these little words kill my eyes, man. Con, um, Luke chapter 12 and verse, verse 22. <clears throat> uh-huh. Read, and he said, and he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and the Most High feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? You know what I'm going here? Because we've always used this to show that the Most High take care of everything, right? But we never looked up to say, then why did he say that? Because all we've been doing is trying to work to store up the, the store of riches or lay up a treasure and not make ourselves rich towards the Most High. So a man is not trying to make himself rich towards the Most High. He's more focused on his meat. He's more focused on his remnant, or raiment. He's more focused on what he, his storehouse, what he's building, and not looking at the Father who does the feeding. He doesn't look at, look at it like it's the Father that provides the raiment, the, the raiment right? We're not huh. looking at it as the father who provides the meat. That's why these questions are put in place. Do you think you do it? Have you forgotten that these are all the things that the father does? Because you focused or you got these things because you focused on making yourself rich towards the most high. Read 25. Con, Luke chapter 12 and verse 25 reads, And which of you, with taking thought, can add to his stature one cubit? He said, you're not making yourself more rich in the eyes of the Most High. I don't care what wisdom and, and, and mind or planning and everything else we do. The Father, you, not, you have no control over anything. 
I'm the one controlling it. But everything you store up, all is making you forget is that who has been taking care of you the whole time. That's all we've done. And all our wisdom, Mashallah, that planning and wisdom and everything we put together, we've forgotten who has been taking care of us the whole time. Uh, and, that, and that he will humble us to test us, God. Come on, God. Keep, read on, Gabar. Yes, sir. Luke chapter 12 and verse 27 reads, Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not. They spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If, if then the Most High so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye little of faith? 29, and seek, and seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things... Hold on, hold on, stop. Be of what? And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. So the whole time that I have been building and storing to make sure that I was taken care of. The only thing that the most I've been looking at, Christ is saying, that is a man that has a doubtful mind. He does not truly believe that the most high takes care of all these things. That's why I stored up treasures for myself. Because I don't believe the most high has got me. Read verse 30 now. Luke chapter 12 and verse 30 reads, For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. What do they and your father after? knoweth. Hold on. Stop. Stop. What do Con. the nations seek after? They seek every, after every what, what you're going to eat. Every, every nation, they seek after. They lay, up, they lay up treasures of themselves. You go to the box. These people have the bank accounts, trust funds. Um, you look at the nations. It's either about bank accounts, it's about trust funds, it's about stocks, it's about life insurance policies. It's how much you have in your bank account. It's what type of job security do you have. It's how much well, I, mean, I can now build to make sure that myself, my kids, my kids' kids are taken care of. There's nothing to do with the father. Power, their, their stability does not come in believing in the father. Their stability comes from what they worked and sacrificed and saved up and built up and their credit score. You know what I'm saying? If I made sure that I got it, uh, I made sure I got life insurance so that I can pass on some of the. When, my, when I die, my kids can cash in on this life insurance policy, and now this is going to be what's going to help them stay on their feet. Shit, if I could give my kids a million dollars a piece, 
that's a good start for them. I'll never say, well, if I could give my kids the words of the Most High and really work to develop their relationship with the Father, man, that's a good start for them. We ain't going to say that because I don't believe that. Most of us believe in that 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 uh, uh that trust fund. Most of us believe in them stop at this house that we paid off so we can pass it down. That's what we believe in. We have agree. not facts. learned or taught. Huh? I, said, I so agree you, with you. Facts. I agree with you. Facts. So you, you look at this and you're like, this is where the most I called us double a, a man of a, a ye of ye be of doubtful mind. Why would you not think I would take care of this? Where have I let anything lack? When has the grass not been green? When has the lily not been beautiful? When has the birds not been fed? That now you got to save up. Now you got to store in barn, barns. Now you got to now make sure you got land. Make sure you have food on your land. Make sure you got a water supply. Make sure you got. He said, "We're not not taking care of these things." But to go do all that, what is he calling me? A man of a doubtful mind, because a part of you believes that I won't be there for you. You know what? We we get in, in agreement with you. I was gonna say in, in yeah. agreement with you. We can look at the we, we can look at the history of the Israelites for when the Most High was providing the manna, the daily bread. Right in the manna when we came out of Egypt. For all those that thought they was wise, I'm gonna gather twice as much. I'm, I'm, I'm strong. I'm of a good body. I got a great work ethic. I'm gonna gather twice as much, and I'm gonna just stockpile. And then the Most High <laughs> put all that, all the extra, had the worms come and eat it. You're not your your wisdom is not gonna help you with this. I'm already providing for you. All you got to do is get, walk out your house, walk out your, your tent, I'll provide for you. That's all you got to do. If you got to see that I'm doing it. And if for those that, that, that weren't strong enough to, to, to gather the, the, the daily amount, the most I say, okay, whatever you can gather, I'm going to make that sufficient for you. I'm going right. to give you your daily bread. You had them, 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 them strong, great work ethic, work ethic, former slaves, I'll say it like that. Them, them, <laughs> the former slaves in Egypt that was strong as hell. I'm gonna be wise. I'm gonna just gather. I'm gonna gather more. And the most I had right. worms come back and eat it. And for Christ come back and tell us the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory and the power forever. Amen. Are, are, we, are we gathering, are we building up our spirits enough to understand right. what size is our daily bread? Or are we trying to use that same old-time Egyptian wisdom? I'm going to gather more and put in the storehouses. I'm going to gather more. I'm, 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 I'm going to have mine stacked up. I'm not going to go through something like that. Because what if God don't come through? What if the Most High forgets? What, what, what if He falls asleep? What, what if? <laughs> and 
you know, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 says, The most is not unrighteous to forget our work and labor of love that we show towards his name and that we minister yeah. to the saints and we keep ministering. God. That as long as we keep serving and we keep get, dealing with his word, he's going to take care of his prophets. He's going to take care of his servants. Right. But when we stop dealing with the hardness, I'm not going to deal with the hardness. I'm not going to use faith. I got to see. I, I'm, I'm old Mother Hubbard. I got to see what's in the cupboard. Forget the, the history, the stories of, of Elijah and the widow woman. How the Mosai kept that, 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 that cruise of, of, of flour, that little cruise of oil, and they ate every day. The, the, the widow woman, her child, and the prophet. I ain't going to think about that. How am I going to feed you, nigga? And I, look, I'm about to take this little bit I got for between me and my, my son. I'm going to cook up this bread, and we're going to die. But mm-hmm. what did Elijah tell her? What you're saying is, is good, but first, fix me a little something first. Right. She obeyed. She didn't get all kind right. of feelings like, didn't this nigga just hear me say I ain't got that much? This old greedy, toughest motherfucker. What you mean, feed me first? Feed me first. You know what I got to
So, you know what I'm saying? But and looking at what we're reading, the Father like, man, for the rest of you, I will take care of you. I'm not even tripping on what you out here working and building for. I just needed you to seek me first. But rather, seek ye first the kingdom most high, and all these things shall be added unto you. I just needed you to serve me. Like just going back in Colossians. I was working on getting my soul right, like we read up just above. Worked on getting my soul right. My soul can be required of the most high. That was all that was expected of me. You didn't have to invest into a bigger barns. You don't have to invest into better business. You don't have to bet, invest into more fruits and then more to eat and drink. We try to, we, we, we really are worldly. And this scripture shows us by making these things the focus, this is what the nations focus on. Right? Well, this is what the scripture said, love not the world. Right? These are the things that are Cotton. in the world. These are the things he's talking about. It ain't about just what's in the world, but it's the way we go about to get it. It's the things that we wake up every day desiring, trying to figure out how to get more of this. Waking up every morning trying to figure out how can I do more trucks? Man, how can I increase my money? I got to figure out every morning. That's the thought. How can I increase my, how can I build me a new bar? I need a bigger barn. I need a bigger bank account. I need more. The most I like, you know, you only need more because you doubt me, because you have a doubtful mind. I'm going to read this real quick. It says, 20, 32, 32, it says, fear well, well, not, well, little well, block. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. Luke 12 and 32. All right, cool, kind of, it, kind says, of. Fear, fear, it says, fear not, little flock. It says, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Verse 32, sell that ye have and give alms. That's 33. Yeah, I'm sorry, 33. Thank you, Rob. Sell that ye have and give alms. Provide yourself bags which wax not a treasure in the heaven that faileth not, that fadeth not, right? Whether no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupt, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. But as we're putting this together, the whole focus and the whole problem with what we do every day is because I'm focused on laying up treasures of myself. I'm trying to build that barn, a bigger barn, a bigger bank account, a bigger financial stability. So the father's like, you're only doing that because you doubt me. And it's not changed. You've been that way since we left Egypt. Okay. Like you was bringing out. Now go back to Colossians. Colossians uh, chapter 3. 
And I think we were. Um, we were in Colossians three. Yeah, we were uh, Colossians three, and uh, we were twelve. Right. Twelve. It says, uh, "Put, put on, put on, therefore, as the elect of the Most High, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another." Read on. Go ahead. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Yahweh Shai forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Damn. Read on. And let the peace of the Most High come. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15 reads, And let the peace of the Most High rule in your minds or in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. Thankful. It's powerful. He said, you're supposed to let the peace of the Most High rule in your mind, not building a bigger barn, not becoming more of that stable. Because that wicked man, he did the same thing. He's like, man, so let with all our fornication and uncleanness and inordinate affection and evil concupiscence and everything else, let's just enjoy what it is we've built. If this is what I have with all my filthiness and disobedience, let's just enjoy what we have now rather than continuing to work on the things in me that the Most High is expecting me to have worked on. It's supposed to be on our mind. It's supposed to the, 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 be that peace with the Father. It's supposed to rule, having the peace of the Most High. That's supposed to rule in my mind, in my heart. Verse 16. Con. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 reads, Let the word of Yahweh Shai dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Yahweh Shai, giving thanks to the Most High and the Father by him. So uh, as I'm looking at it, uh, this is what's supposed to be getting built in. That's why I said that 10% is not going to get it. It's not going to be enough to build the type of spirit that the Most High is requiring. I can't be focused on building something on the outside and not working on my spirit because even when the Christ comes back, the one thing I'm about to answer for is the lack of work that I worked that you know that was put in to my character, to my uh, my righteousness. That's what I got to answer for. 
Now read 18. Con. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 18 reads, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. There's a reason for it. Husband. No, wait, 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 stop for a second. There's a reason for all of the things that we're about to now read. Why the wives submit? Because that is the that is where I'm, that, that woman's supposed to be focused on every day. Submitting for my husband, pleasing the most high, working on my spirit. And then him, husbands love your wife. I'm working on her spirit. I'm supposed to be focused on getting this man. This man is focused on getting his woman ready for the kingdom. And this woman is focused on getting right so that she can now stand before the most high. Read on up. Con, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 19 reads, Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the most high. Uh-huh. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. You, you know what I'm looking Servants. Reading, hold on, stop. Goodbye. We're reading equality, right? For the woman to submit to her husband, the most high also require him not to be bitter against her, right? For the children True. to obey their parents, the most high also tell the parent, don't provoke the child to anger. So. There's a checks and balances the whole time. So the woman didn't have to worry because the Most High was still requiring that husband to, to operate in order. The children don't have to worry because the Most High also uh, uh, requires those, that father to deal correctly with them, right? Okay. 22? On, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 22 reads, Servants. Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of mind or heart, fearing the most high. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Because he said, do it as to the Lord. You may be following a man's order, but I was doing it as to the Lord. So if there's something that was being asked of me, servant. My master might have been that man according to the flesh, but my but I understand that my reward still comes from the Father. And I believe that we've forgotten that because we've stopped working on ourselves. We forget where our reward comes from. But whatsoever ye do, do it heartily. As to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing what? 24. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord, Yahweh Shai. Okay. Read on. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. Stop. And there Stop. is... If we put yes, everything that we've been reading together, 
You know the wrong that he's talking about? The wrong is in the fact that I won't trust the Father. But he that doeth wrong shall receive the wrong of that which he have done. You want to be disobedient? You want to doubt me? If that is the way you're rolling, then you're going to receive of the wrong that you've done. So you are going to now die. And everything that was required of your spirit that you didn't work on, you're going to receive other wrong. He said, and there's Con, no um, what, Con, I, I, well, okay, I, I have a question then. Yeah. Um, because if, if it says, but he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. Uh-huh. Could that be also, could that be also that in the understanding of that statement, you shouldn't be worried about the wrong that you feel is being done to you because that man who did the wrong, if you have the faith in the Heavenly Father, that he's going to receive for the wrong that he did, and you don't need to be looking at when is it going to happen, um, you know, or worrying about the the wrong that another man did. You know, go to is it, is it Peter? Is Peter the one that says about suffering wrongfully? First Peter two nineteen. Just read that. Yes, nineteen. Just read that because you know why. Uh, the real instead of reading that, the most I tell you, to, the most I tells us, we gonna read it first. Let's read it. First Peter, to answer your question, First Peter, right? Con. First Peter, uh, the second chapter and uh, verse 19 reads, For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience towards the Most High endured grief, Suffering wrongfully, for what glory is it if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye take it patiently? Start, start at verse 18. If, jump up to 18. Jump, jump up to 18. Start at 18. Con. First Peter, uh, second chapter, uh, verse 18. Servants. Stop. Be subject to Stop, stop, stop. Jump up to 13. Jump, jump up to Con. 13. Con. 1 Peter, 2nd chapter, verse 13 reads, Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. For whose sake? Whether for the Lord's sake. For who? Right. And the way I emphasize that, because you understand who you're doing it for, number one, right? Read on. Con. Whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. So stop. Hold up, Gabon. You have to submit to every ordinance of men for the Lord's sake, whether it be the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. So if I'm doing something wrong, I may not even 
fully know what I'm doing wrong. But I, there is something I'm doing wrong. I'm supposed to submit to the law or the ordinance of that governor, even if he was the one that sent the punishment of my evil doing. Because I don't know exactly what I'm doing wrong does not mean that this person is wrong. Because if I'm being punished for something I'm doing wrong, the most I told me to submit to that. You understand? Okay. And also, right. he's also sent, that governor's also sent, and for the praise of them that do well. So by the same person, the same governor who is correcting me, for something evil that I'm doing, he's also the same one used to praise me when I'm doing well. For so is the will of the Most High, that with well-doing ye may... Of the Most High. Go ahead. That with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. So this is about us doing what was right. If the will of the Father is that we do what's right and we put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, because we are foolish. Half the times when we think we're serving the Father or we think we know the Father, I need somebody to come to correct me to let me know that I am off in the eyes of the Father. But I can't say, man, this dude was, he was, he did me wrong, or this person, what happened to me was wrong. The Father's like, if you're submitting to the ordinance of man for my sake, then you understand that there's something in you that has to be corrected, that has to change. This is not about blame. This is about doing well in the eyes of the Father. Jump down to verse 18. First Peter, uh, second chapter, in verse 18 reads, Servants. Be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. So you, look, so these will come together because we are. It is easier to have fear or to be subject to somebody that's good and gentle, but I'll, it's hard for me to be subject or be a servant and be subject to someone that I think is wrong. Or I'm trying to go in the Bible now and show, well, this person's off and how they're doing things is off. And, and what that ain't got shit to do with the fact that the most high want me to submit evil and me corrected. Verse 19. Verse 19. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward the most high endured grief, suffering wrongfully, I'm a for what? Hold up. Wrongfully. Well, you know why I like that point? Because the only person, the only reason we think it's wrong, we think what I'm going through is wrong. And, and case point, it, it may be the fact that what this person's hitting me about or correcting me about may not be what I'm doing wrong. But the fact that they're correcting me, <laughs> the most I know why they're correcting me. So if I'm a man that's okay. conscious towards the most high, 
I'm going to endure this grief. I'm going to suffer wrongfully because I don't know. I may not be clear on what it is I'm being corrected for. Or the thing, we think we're smart. We always think that we outsmart the Father. Okay. We listen to counsel and be like, well, hold on. He said that in counsel, but that wasn't true. I didn't do that. The most I like you, right? You didn't. But you did this. And you know the thought that was going in your mind, right? But you did this. But you did this. Shit, the fact that the thoughts in your mind of what you did is the most I'm telling you, this is what I'm correcting you for. You're not, you're not innocent. You're not being mistreated. You ain't being uh, unjustly corrected. You are doing something. You know what you've done. Everybody else may not know exactly what you've done, but you know what you've done. You know what he's correcting. And this is about humbling down and just taking your correction and making the changes that you need to make. Verse 20. Verse 20. For what glory is it if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. But if when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with the Most High. Go ahead. For even hereunto were ye called, because Yahweh Shai also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. So even if you're going through something and now the only thing the Most High wanted you to be was an example, welcome to, welcome to the truth. Because Christ did the same thing. Everything God suffered, and it's funny that we started out using an example of Christ's crucifixion. Okay. I didn't actually do anything. There was nothing that I really did to be put on that cross, but the, if it was only used, it was only sole purpose of being on that cross was to die for us or to leave us the leave us an example that we should follow in his steps, then that's what this is about. Then. He got to take, it's got to be taken patiently. This is acceptable in the eyes of the Father. There is no blame. You can't blame, like I said, you can't blame because nobody knows the Spirit, and I always, always said this, I is always was that a phrase always said if you throw a rock in a pack of uh, dogs and a dog that got hit, you know what I'm saying? We always don't know what a brother's doing or not doing. But that's how the spirit works. I might you might not know what Bonabod is doing, but if Bonabod got hit, then the most I know what Bonabod was doing. You may not know what Bashaba's doing. You may not know what the bark was doing. You may not know what any brother is doing. But if I get hit, the most I know what he hit me for. And if I can now say, okay, you know what? I'm not going I'm not going to be, be trying to be patient when I'm being buffeted for my faults because I know I have a lot to work on. I'm not going to try to push blame when I know I'm being buffeted for my faults. 
The most I said, man, if I can't, I got to be like Christ did. Christ had no sin. I can't say I ain't got no sin. Neither was God found in his mouth. There's a whole lot of God found in my mouth. I woke up spitting God. I went to bed last night spitting God. There's a whole lot in me that still has to be worked on. None of us can say can say that, you know what, I am like Christ, and this is somebody doing me wrong. The Father like, no, I get, if I don't punish you, the Scripture says, the Most High said, he chastised those that he loved. He said, if I don't chastise you, you're a bastard to me. Okay. Chastisement is correction, right? This is, hey, let, let me read this one. Please. Let, let me, real quick, real quick. I see what the time is at also. And I'll read this one. It's Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 39. I'm in the book of Lamentations, the third chapter, the 39th verse. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 39. <laughs> and this is the question the most I ask. He says, wherefore does a living man complain, a man for the punishment of his sins? <laughs> so he's asking us, nigga, if you alive? Why are you complaining? Because you're being punished for your sins. God, we do wrong, but if we want to complain that we're being punished for the wrong we did. God. And the most thing that's like, like, like <laughs> right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Please talk. No, no, bro. We, 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 we on the same wavelength. We, we here together. God, bro. Wherefore does a living man complain? a man for the punishment of his sins. We have been right. doing wrong to the Most High. The, the Most High is not unjust. Matter of nope. fact, one of the confessions that the Most High is looking for the nation of Israel to, to confess is that all the Most High's judgments have been correct. Every last thing he's done to us has been just, has been right, has been true. We're still trying to find, you know, them, them Jehovah's Glory type shit trying to find them loopholes about why I wasn't supposed to go through this. Why it was unfair for this to happen to me. But we don't we, we really do not search this Bible and see how much mercy and long suffering the most I have put up and, and, and showed towards us. We don't just the one scripture. That just the one scripture, Job three three and, and sixteen I think it is. He says, The most I speaks once, he twice. But man perceives it not. We want to act like the most side don't be trying to show us about ourselves. That the most side don't be trying to pull our coattails. Hey, you know you fucked up, right? Hey, you, you know I'm about to get your ass right. But but we be so stuck in we be so stuck in our pride and or our riches or in chasing that pleasure. Like 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 it says in our Thessalonians, when they just say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. That I think I'm thinking I got away with some sin, with some negative. Ecclesiastes chapter eight verse eleven, because sentence against the evil word is not executed speedily. It's fully sentenced in the heart of man to do evil. Then because the most I didn't strike me down with lightning bolt right here right now, then, then what I'm doing it must be okay. It, it must not be that bad. It, 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 should I say? At least I'm not like those other niggas. Right. At least I'm not like them other Pharisees and publicans. At least I do this. At least I do that. 
And the most I was like, it, sin is sin. God, it's all wrong. It's and I'm going to sit up and I'm going to complain that I'm getting punished for my sins? No. Yep. Like, you, 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 you tripping. And you know what I like about this? We read that chapter in uh, the chapter in Peter, Peshawar. Because even when you go to First Peter chapter 2, First Peter uh, 2 and 1, you go to the top of the chapter, it reads about the offense. It reads about what a person was doing wrong. And then it's the most I tell you, you were supposed to submit yourself. To, to, you were supposed to submit. You were supposed to allow yourself to be worked on. But it says, it says, late, it says where, wherefore, this is First Peter 2 and 1. And I'm just going to read down to like, Verse um, uh, verse 20, verse 10. Read it, Gabar. It's 1 through 10. Read that real quick. Ah, fine. 1 Peter chapter 2, starting at verse 1, reads, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, Stop. As newborn babes. Stop right there. Gabar, Gabar, Gabar. Stop right there because think about everything that we've read today, right? Every time we've read it was Colossians, if it was uh, um, Luke, all the places that we've read, the Most High keeps starting with having to get rid of something that was already in us. So how can I say that I'm not, I'm not, uh, been, I haven't been done fairly in my correction, in the judgment. When the Father been looking at us the whole time, I'm not looking at just what you're doing because that's how men, I'm a judge based off of, well, you did this, let's go to the law, and what does the law say about this? Yeah, you're right, you're right. We can play that Perry Mason, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Judge Judy type cut, shit and cut. be able to go directly by the law. Or you can look at the fact that the most hard looking deeper. Did you lay aside the malice that was in you? Crazy. Until you go until you go through something, you ain't gonna ever know if you have malice. Did you lay aside the guile? Until you're going through something and you see where the guile is at. Where is the hypocrisy? More I go through, the more I see that hypocrisy. The more I see the envy. A whole lot of evil speaking. I see all this in me when I'm going through something. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. We're not growing by the word. We put 10% into the word. With all this stuff that's still laid inside of us. And you know what's crazy? I'm thankful the most I corrects. Because that until you're getting hit and you're being corrected, that you start doing what? getting your butt back into the Word. Kind. You start opening the Bible a little bit more because of what you're going through. So if the correction is profitable, it's going to be profitable in the fact that you are now going to search the Scriptures to find out what you're doing wrong and what needs to be corrected. Read verse 3. Uh, if so be ye have tasted that the, the Most High is gracious, and we have to whom we have we have we have tasted that the most high is gracious when you woke up this morning you know he was gracious look at your life and all the doors and all the things the most high has given 
and you ain't really did nothing but read the Bible, and you and you received it. You gonna say the Most High is unfair? What I'm going through is unfair? You can't say that. Not when you've tasted all the gracious things that the Father has done for you. All the children ain't been dead yet. All of the uh, the, the homes and, and different things that the Most High preserved. All the times you got pulled over. All the times you got sick. And the Father was there. He was gracious. We all, all tasted the good of the Father. Read on. Con. First Peter, uh, second chapter in the fourth verse reads, to whom, con- to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of the most high and precious. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the most high by Yahweh Shai. Wherefore, wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. <clears throat> unto you, con, uh, unto you, unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient. Let me say this, son. You look at, we men have, as you can tell when a man has stopped looking at Christ as that chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and I start trying to create a stone which a builder disallowed. The Bible does not support that. The things that I'm doing in this world, the Bible doesn't support it. The things that I'm, the people that I'm trying to look up to, if they my mama, if they the, the pastor, if the whoever it may be, these are not the ones that were set up by the Mosai. The same are made the head of the corner. They're the ones that we respect. They're a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense. You're going through everything that you're going through because you're choosing to now make these other things my head cornerstone. The thing I'm building, what I'm, the thing that motivates and gets me up in the morning. That's why I'm stumbling. That's why I'm offended. I have, I, when I was half studying and everything else, there was a lot. That I was working on. So all of a sudden, my woman or this new woman or the club or drinking or something was made the head of the corner. It was the thing that stumbled, tripped me up. It was, a, it was the thing that all my offenses were built on. It says, even them would stumble at the word, being disobedient. Whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of the Most High, which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. We came out of the world. We know what brought us out of this world. We know what brought us into this truth, what brought us out of darkness. But I'm allowing something else to be the thing I'm building on. I'm allowing something else to be made my head corner. If I, I love the way it's putting it together. This is about submitting because I was doing this for the most high. We made something else precious, not serving him. We made something else that what we were gonna the, what we were gonna build on, not his word, because we don't read a lot of his word, or we ain't been following his word. So when I stumble or I'm offended, it's only that way because the the lack of the, your lack of understanding of the Father. The more, the more that you don't know about him, you don't even know why he's doing what he's doing or what is, what is the purpose of why you're going through what you're going through. What is he trying to clean up? What is he trying to fix? I'm trying to prepare you. Like the Father said, I'm trying to prepare you for my kingdom, and you're worried about the fact that this person corrected you. Submit to it. He's the king. He's the prince. Submit because I'm working on something in you. Can I answer your question? Um, time. If it didn't, be, be honest, we can talk about it after class too. You know what I'm we can definitely get off and talk about it, but. It it goes with no, it, the question was good. I'm looking at this out, but it ain't personal. This is about getting ready for what the most high is going to require. He's gonna require your soul to be cleaned up, your spirit to be right with him. So if anything I'm going through now is helping me improve or clean up my spirit, then I have to now submit I have to submit so that I can allow my spirit to be cleaned up. So with that, we're not going to carry it on. I think we already, but it's 8 o'clock. It's 9 o'clock up there, right? Come on, come on, come on. We're going to pick this back up. (laughs) We're going to pick this back up, man, up the water, because every time we have these classes, it always leaves me with something in my head. It leaves me with something I need to work on. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm thankful. Because mm. you know what? Christ ain't came back yet, bro. And we have time to to work on ourselves. We have time to clean ourselves up. That's something no one can take from you. This is scripture saying that every man work on his own soul salvation with fear and trembling. What did you say? I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, so if, if you ain't have nothing else, you know what I'm saying? I, 
we can end it right there, man, and get ready for tomorrow. Uh, was that uh, Saturday? I know I know that God. Saturday you go online, brothers, I have a Sabbath service on Saturdays. If you're in the Houston area or the San Antonio area, I know brothers are in the, the schools have a Sabbath day. And I know that every class, Shabbos, uh, all day, letting, letting us know, letting people know where to go. Scripture gather together. These are not the times to be sitting in your living room alone. These are not the times to be putting yourself in a situation where you believe that the way you're doing things are right. Because the whole time you're working on you and building what's around you, the Most High ain't going to require that. He's going to require a righteous spirit. Did you work on your mind? Did you work on being more right, more of the way that I wanted you to be? So with that, we're going to end it there. We're going to say shalom? Shalom. Got that? All right. There we go. Shalom. Yes.